We're talking this week about fun. One of the most fun things for your children to experience is stories from your own childhood and teenage years. They can't imagine we ever had any embarrassing moments. Share the photos, share the stories. It helps them connect and realize that they're going to be okay one day. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. And I'm your host, Ruthie J. And I have to say, my husband doesn't have that many embarrassing moments, but I... he's sharing. That he's sharing. Yeah, right. Men are a little different about sharing. That is, I guess, true. But I grew up in a home where my mom could talk for days about all the things that happened to her, pranks that were done on her. And my mom's a funny person too, but things, embarrassing moments, dating stories that were just bizarre. People that are listening don't know that your mom is a legend in Miami. I would love to hear some of her dating embarrassing stories. I I can, she just, I'll tell you one short one. She dated one guy who wanted to take her to play tennis. And she really liked this guy. And she said, okay, but I play to win. He said, oh, that's no problem. So they went and played tennis and she beat the socks off of him. Mm. And he never called her back. Of course, that was a very hurtful moment for her. (laughs) But she shared that story all the time with us that we laugh about it these days. And she said, thank God I didn't marry him. That's right. He didn't deserve to date her (laughs) if he never called her back. That's hilarious. And what's ended up happening is that my life has become full of not just embarrassing stories, but extremely embarrassing stories. But I think God in his infinite wisdom put me in a home where I grew up with a mom that taught me, you better learn to laugh at yourself. Yep. Because if you don't, you're going to be miserable. But if you do learn, life is so much more fun. She mm. always told me that. You know, here at Sheridan House, I've been at Sheridan House 38 years. I was at Sheridan House when I had one little house and two employees. And now it's this amazing place that works with well over 100,000 people a year. And you come on staff here at 30 years old and you got your degrees or whatever. But this guy named Barnes who's been here, it's kind of uh, like, wow, it's surreal because he's been here forever and it takes them a long time to call me Bob and they're calling me Dr. Barnes until, and you can tell a new person here is Dr. Barnes, Dr. until everybody says, including me, stop. (laughs) And what happens slowly is stories get told at staff meetings of some totally of when I took the golf cart and totally wiped out the fire plug (laughs) with two bank presidents in the golf cart with me. I remember. Yes, yes. And then drove another 10 feet and hit the uh, stop sign. Yes. That was recent. That was recent. And thank you. I didn't mean for you to share quite that person. Yes. And when they start to hear these stories and they start to realize, wow, so there's hope for me. <laughs> it's the same with a child. A child comes to know the parent when the parent's an adult. Right. We've either gotten past all our stupids or not only do we get past our stuff, we're hiding it better. Right. And we're at least we're acting somewhat cool or avoiding the uncool moments. And to help a child realize you're going to get there, everybody's human. And you can say those, you know, everybody's human. You're going to be okay. Show me. Mm-hmm. Just show me. And to tell me the stories and show me pictures. Tell me the stories and show me pictures. For my children, and every era of marriage has their wedding in a different format. For us, it was a slide projector. And we have a whole slide projector thing of our wedding where my hair is ridiculously long. And my neck is about an inch and a half around. And my kids, we, we had a tradition when they were, especially when they were little, where we would include them in the showing of the wedding on our anniversary. As they got older, we showed a different thing. We showed the early Christmases instead. 
And it would be hilarious for everybody, anybody to see, wow, you guys have got I me. Mean, Mom, you were beautiful. Dad, wow, you've come a long way <laughs> since that. And it would just be amazing to see or to see the high school picture or just various children's pictures of how dorky dad was when oh, he was my. growing up. And the funny thing is, and I needed to say to him, but I didn't feel bad. I felt, I thought it was cool. So I'm just helping you out. You may think you're cold, but who, your kids are going to be laughing at you. Just spending that time of letting them know you're human mm -hmm. and letting them know you've been there. And it helps them when, then when, now when you tell the stories, they're picturing that person, not mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. in the middle of that story. And they realize, wow. So fun comes in all sizes and fun comes in packages of breaking the rules and all of a sudden blowing out an evening where you go get Snickers bars or go for a ride, ride at the beach. Or fun comes when you eat on the back lawn for dinner and, and fun comes when kids get into the bed or fun comes when you play games. And I we're big on games and, and we weren't initially big on games and one of ours didn't like games and we became big on games. We became big on team games, uh, two against two, and, and just building this team and laughing at how competitive it got. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to teach our children fun doesn't cost money. We wanted to teach our children permission to fail. We wanted to teach our children the best thing you can do is laugh the whole time mm -hmm. and teach our children that we can have fun in an instant, in an absolute instant when we go after this thing. Roby and I used to wait for dinner and catch about 15 to 20 minutes of hoops playing basketball. There was a basketball place down the street, but eventually I put one up in my driveway and we would play and we would play and we would play. And he got to a point where he could beat me and he got to a point where he could drive on me to the board where I couldn't stop him. And uh, the basketball court's outside, out front. And he drove on me one, one evening and thought it was funny. And he went up and I pulled his shorts down and, uh, and he was furious. And then the game became okay. Whatever happens, happens. Oh, my goodness. And Tori came out, I believe, and sat. She played a little bit with us, but she started watching. And it was hilarious, the things we did to each other. And there are things like that that we still talk about and we're still competitive because well, here's the other thing we're doing. When we have fun as a family when they're children, we will continue to have fun when they're adults mm -hmm. because it's part of who we are mm -hmm. having fun. And you're talking about something that's sort of morphed over time. I mean, there's some prescribed fun. It's supposed to be fun because of this. But then there's other things like a game, like Monopoly for our family. It's fun, but there's so many stories that we have now mm. about past really funny or embarrassing or sad moments in Monopoly that when we play it, it's almost just a whole different ball game because we, we have it. It's, it has a different sentiment or a different oh, feeling. Oh, it's or, more than Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think when you're starting fun, one of the places you can start fun is at the dinner table. When I was trying to help start fun in one of the children's homes, we got at the dinner table and we picked a topic and went around the table and we picked an item. And uh, the easy one for little boys was automobile, was cars, the names mm -hmm. of cars. We're going to start with A and we'll go around the table and slowly one at a time. And when you can't figure out the name of a car, you're done. Uh, but let me say this to you. Fake one. <laughs> And if we catch you in the fake, you're done. But if we challenge you, whoever challenges you, and it is a car, and we look it up, they're done. So go for it. It became, you know, wow. A for Acura and B for Buick and C for Chevrolet. It became an amazing time of watching guys start to get creative and start counting around the table to find out which one was theirs. And 
and me putting the word Etzel out there, and they, everybody chants, there's no Etzel, and showing them an Etzel, and uh, wow. oh, it was just so much fun. But it began fun, and it began, the fun was not the win. The fun was waiting to challenge somebody, mm-hmm. and the fun was, to, and, and the laughter and all of that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have these fun, quote-unquote, moments with the family that are potentially disastrous, like the uh, gingerbread house we do every Christmas. And I remember every time we do it, I think of your story that when you drove to with your brother to Colorado or somewhere where you were complaining the whole time. So your dad never did it again. And then you had always wanted to do it. And I think of that every year. I'm going to do the gingerbread house, even though I know there's going to be fighting. There's going to be disgruntled now teenagers in the house. And we're still going to do it because it's important. It's important and it's fun. And I might do two gingerbread houses or I might even do three gingerbread houses. I tried that too. (laughs) It's just difficult. It is difficult. And in our house, what we when they were really little, we did one pumpkin and then we considered the contest and the hilarity of the contest. And I always saw my pumpkin was always ridiculous. Um, I So that if we just do one item where it's the finished product is everything and then the finished product with the perfectionist child. No, you can't put that there. Or the He's other child. Eating half the yes, yes. And who cares? The child says, who cares? I mean, this is for us, isn't it? Right. And so I might tend to have multiple uh, things going on at once where there is a somebody where we would actually bring in our next door neighbor to judge. But for the, the best or the most creative or the most whatever, realizing that the end product is not the reason we're here. The fun is the reason we're here. And so, OK, let me tweak this a little. And this year we're going to get three kits for the gingerbread house. We did a gingerbread house contest at church for on a Saturday morning and everybody came in uh, to do it at the church. It was hilarious because some of the dads and their kids got into let's just let's make this one a really different gingerbread house (laughs) and it it was just the the fun of it Roby and I were into making models and when we were making model little boat ships and stuff and we've made our first model ship and uh, we spent a long time on it and him I'm me saying what do you want to do with it and he said I don't know what do you want to do with it and I think the first one we put up on his shelf and then we got into making another one and what do you want to do with it and uh, he said do you think it'd be okay to blow it up and I said what do you mean he said like get a firecracker or something and put it in the lake behind our house <laughs> and people you know like Rosemary and Tori were watching you did all this work and yeah. blow it up we were holding each other up we were laughing so hard as it set sail and there's a cherry bomb in it and all of a sudden there's plastic uh we just blew it up together it's a matter of we're building a team we're not building a project because very quickly the fun can become a project it can become work and now we're having stress Mm -hmm. over the finished product but you got to teach your kids that too because you always have one of those perfectionist children or the goal-oriented child like Mm -hmm. I was and even like I have one of the four that are like that where it is the end product is Mm -hmm. important you know because it's perfection exactly so how do you teach that kid well I for me because that is me because doing it right is me because Mm -hmm. one of my phrases if you're going to do it do it right Mm -hmm. and so when we were playing these games I had to take medication I mean I, (laughs) I I had to get in my head this is about the journey not the destination and when they would catch me of all people 
people putting dad dad that's not where the chimney goes or whatever it is <laughs> yeah but i i want the chimney there and just doing it differently or, or with the cookie the great the cookie contest we would have or whatever it is where we were in the middle of the cookie contest and all of a sudden i'm putting flour all over my face and roby said what are you doing and i and i said well you know those the, those pharisees that they said when they were fasting and they'd actually put flour over their face let's before mom gets back in let's put flour all over our face and just look sad when she comes back in and tell her we're fasting like that and then clean Pharisees. up the house yes it was a mess yes i i was a little bit of a mess to live with in these areas but i i had to be if i'm the perfectionist parent rather than the relational parent and rosemary's the relational parent i had to be the one to decide at least for my part mm-hmm. i'm not going for perfection and when we're playing pictionary and yes i'm trying to win as i'm drawing these pictures but i'm going to have fun also while i'm doing it mm-hmm. and yes when we were even playing any games together where we're getting we're having fun getting a little physical with these games and bumping into each other so you can't concentrate i want us to laugh i want to bring us to laughter because i want to take us to the island of laughter Mm -hmm. so that we're away from our stress for a bit and moms that are concerned even about the house one of the things my mom always told me she's like dirty dishes don't scream if you had fun the entire evening and the dishes didn't get done for whatever reason Mm. they'll be there tomorrow it's okay And one of the important things to teach my kids on those nights that we went to bed and left all the dishes was, we're going to get up early. We're going to sneak downstairs. We're going to do the dishes. Yeah. But then we're going to sneak away and tell mom we have no idea how them all mom, you did this. You did these dishes and we're going to have fun acting like Yehudi, the the elf that lives in the refrigerator that turns the light on and off his whole job. Uh, (laughs) So you you made a game out of it? We made a game so that we could laugh. And when it was time to get them up the next morning, they didn't want to get up. Always one of them would get it. One of them would be hilarious. And we'd be downstairs and we'd be, shh, got to be quiet when we're doing this. We're going to wake her up. She's upstairs wide awake waiting for us to get done so she can come get her coffee. And we're just showing them that even chores can sometimes be fun. Even some work can sometimes be fun. You can Mm. make it miserable or it can be fun. I want to bring fun back into my home. Not fun spending money, not fun buying, not fun sitting in front of some plasma screen. And I want it not to be fun with somebody in some other cyber world. I want us to be part of the fun. And I want to bring laughter there. And I want to I want to help my children come to the understanding that laughter is a good medicine. It takes you away from your stress. Choose to bring fun into the home. To do that, you've got to be the center of much of the fun. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. wrapping up a week talking about family fun. And if you want to hear today's program again, share it with a friend or hear the programs from earlier this week if you missed one. You can do that online at parentingtoday.org. To find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries, to support the ministry, or to get some more parenting resources, there are lots of them available online at shfm.org. That's short for Sheridan House Family Ministries. And we hope you'll join us next week for another topic here on Parenting Today.